0: The Indianapolis Colts select quarterback, University of Tennessee, Peyton Manning, Kentucky. Quarterback, Tim Couch. Forty Brown, Michael Vick. Quarterback, select David Carr. Quarterback, select Carson Palmer. Select Eli Manning, quarterback. Nicholas San Francisco 49ers select Alex Smith. Quarterback, quarterback.
1: Jamarcus Russell, LSU. Jake Long, senior. Matthew Stafford, quarterback, of Ram Rams select. Sam Bradford, quarterback, Oklahoma. Cam
0: Newton. Quarterback, Over. Andrew Luck. Eric Fisher, Jadavion Clowney. Jameis Winston, quarterback, Jared Goff. Quarterback, Miles
1: Garrett. Defensive end, Texas A&M. Baker Mayfield. What's up and welcome back to another episode of Not A Normal Football Podcast. My name is Alex Dwyer and I'm joined with my good friend Russell as always. This week was the NFL Draft, one of the greatest spectacles in all of sports, we saw Joe Burrow from LSU go number one to the Cincinnati Bengals. We're gonna be talking some Bears, Titans, and overall draft grades this week. Russell, how you doing? Oh,
0: I'm doing so great, Alex. Thanks for asking. Uh, this draft has been something I've been waiting for. I've been looking forward to for months now, especially with the quarantine. It's uh, it really lifted my spirits for this to get to happen. Uh, Alex and I were texting each other back and forth all night on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, just talking about picks, talking about things we liked, some some of the reaches like Jordan Brooks to the Seahawks, and some of the great values like Patrick Queen to the Ravens right there back-to-back. We're going to be talking about all that tonight, and I'm very excited to get into it.
1: All right, let's get started. Um, We had some really interesting picks later in the first round, but the first, like, one through 10, you and I were texting like, man, this is super boring. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, nothing crazy's happened yet. Um, the obvious first overall pick, Joe Burrow to the Cincinnati Bengals. This guy's the real deal. He's going to be a staple of the NFL and potential face of the NFL here in the next few years. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, I already got him penciled down right now for offensive rookie of the year for, for me. Um he's he's good he's going to be awesome in that Bengals offense i'm really excited to see what he can do um it just it doesn't get much better than that for them um they took the entire they took nine minutes to put the pick in just because i think espn told him to but um there's no question they're ever going to go with joe burrow and it's 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 awesome to see him in uh in black and orange now
1: yeah i give them the easy a plus on that pick
0: oh yeah absolutely if you if you can give him an S rank, even you know you got to do that.
1: Yeah, the Washington Redskins took Chase Young out of Ohio State, the obvious number two overall pick. I was worried that maybe they wouldn't go with Chase Young, but pair him up with Jonathan Allen, Ryan Kerrigan, and the rest of that Redskins defense. They're looking really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Riverboat Ron is he's really happy with how this defense is uh, he's uh It's dude. he's. He is. I don't think he could be happier as a as a coach coming in his first year with the Redskins. You know, after his long stint with the Panthers, he he's got. They're gonna have something really awesome there. Their defense is gonna be brewing something special, and uh, hopefully, Haskins can take that next step and uh, really develop this next season.
1: Yeah, uh, I give them another. I'd say A plus yeah. for yeah, Chase. Hill.
0: absolutely. You can't go wrong with picking him.
1: Um. The Detroit Lions have Jeff Okuda at number three. Mm-hmm. Another A right there. Uh, easily the best corner, and it's a far cry from the next best. Even though the next best came at number nine, we'll get to there. Yeah, But Jeff Okuda, very much the best corner in this draft, replacing Darius Slay. The Lions made a really good pick here. Um, hopefully Matt Patricia does something with him, but I don't. Feel like you will?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, this this is gonna help their defense a ton. Hopefully, replacing big play Slay, um, and it's just gonna be it's just another notch in the column for Colin Ohio State DBU. You know, it I I'm it's you know the last the last ten years or so have just really shown that Ohio State's put out so many first round talents at corner, so many productive pieces at corner, even regardless, and they're they're really making a run for that title of DBU for sure
1: yeah uh i love jeff okuda i think he's awesome he's going to be such a leader in that role now i'm afraid to see what he's going to do against the bears this coming season
0: Uh, yeah
1: hopefully he has some growing pains and we don't see him in his full glory just yet while the quarterback situation in chicago isn't going particularly (laughs) well right but uh We'll see. I wish him the best. He's a really solid player. At number four, uh, I was a little surprised to see this man go. The position I didn't, but... Andrew Thomas was the first offensive tackle taken out of Georgia. I love Andrew Thomas, but I did not see him being the first offensive tackle taken in the draft.
0: Now, now you see, I'm not going to lie to you. I had I had been playing around with some with some mock drafts, you know, and um, I like w- ones that I had been making and stuff. And I actually did have Andrew Thomas slated here at the Giants at number four, and that's mainly because um, he's probably the most versatile first round tackle on on the board. And um, I don't think they're going to have him play left tackle this season. I think they're going to slot him in at guard. Um, and then once Nate Soldier's contract can be cut, he got a really big contract a couple years ago. I, I think they'll slot him into tackle, but I don't think he's playing tackle this year. I really don't. I think he's playing guard for sure. And then they're going to slot him over in a couple years maybe. I, I think it makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, Andrew Thomas is stupid athletic. He's just going to be a rock-solid part of that offensive line gives Danny Dimes someone to finally protect him he won't be running for his life and maybe that'll help Danny Dimes there in the future yeah
0: yeah I um I they need to take an O-lineman here and they did and it's great and this is the one I think they should have taken so I think um well he I don't know if he's necessarily the best he's not the best tackle in this draft he is the most versatile and I think that's what their O-line needs right now is versatility
1: I think he has the highest ceiling out of any of them. Absolutely.
0: Lineup. And and slotting him there at guard, maybe giving him some years to really get acclimated to that speed the defenses are bringing in uh, in the NFL. It'll help him really become a great tackle. your to come.
1: I had worse. Or no, I had Jedrick Wills as my first offensive tackle off. Uh-huh. Um, and Wills uh, was the next one off the board after this. So I wasn't too far off. Yeah. Um, these... There wasn't a run for tackles like I thought there would be.
0: Yeah, it definitely came a lot later than expected. Um I think I think Wills was probably the best uh like day one starter in this draft. Um it's it's hard to argue with the athleticism of in, but um, I just I think Wills is probably the most was the most ready of the tackle class. It's uh Tua Tagovailoa went number 5 to the Dolphins, really really good. I mean, they're going to do what they want. I think He's going to bust. It's fine. They objectively made the right decision. I will not dig them on that. It's it's the right pick. I don't think in a few years it'll be the right pick. I hope it will be. I don't want this guy to bust, but I, I just, I'm really worried about his, uh. they they showed all the injuries he sustained at Alabama, and it doesn't look too good.
1: If you were GM of the Dolphins, would you have gone Herbert or
0: Tua? <sighs> I, I would have taken a tackle here. I'm not going to lie. That's that's what I would have done. Um, would have gotten flack for it. I didn't. I didn't like Tua's tape. I mean, I like Tua's tape a lot. Didn't like his injuries. And then I I didn't like Justin Herbert's tape as much. You know, he can do some amazing things, but also he has some games where it's like, dude, what are you doing? You he doesn't even look like an NFL player in some of these college games he had last season. Um, so it's just it's so it's so black and white. It's just. Completely different sides for Herbert, and if I'm a GM, I don't like that either. I mean, maybe I think I can groom him and fix him, but that's that's a little too scary for me. I probably would have taken Jedrick Wills here, far and away the best tackle. Not taken use a top five pick on someone who I'm not sold on, but that's that's just probably what I would have done.
1: Yeah, we're very far away from when. Just last year everything we were hearing was tanked for Tua. Yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow came out of nowhere and Tua was supposed to be the number one guy and I like Tua as a guy. I just don't see him staying healthy. He's six one, I think, so he's not a very big guy. Yeah, he played in the SEC, but the talent he's gonna be playing at the NFL is just even higher. Mm -hmm. The Dolphins have a have a good line now.
0: Yeah, yeah. They took some pieces. It's not great. Right.
1: We'll get to that later in the draft. I wish the best for Tua. Hope it works out, but I don't see it going particularly well. I think Herbert's in a better position mm-hmm. to succeed. The number six overall pick, Justin Herbert from Oregon. Um, big arm. Big guy. He's six six. I don't know if he's going to be the day one. The Chargers have been talking how they believe in Tyrod. I don't think Herbert should be yeah. the guy from day yeah, one. Yeah, I don't either. He's not ready Mm -hmm. at all but if there's a team that's ready for someone to just kind of step in it's definitely the chargers
0: yeah yeah i um i definitely think he's in he's in a very good position you know liking what the chargers did with their draft um they got some good pieces traded up in the first we'll get there to get kenneth murray that's an awesome pickup there but they they they're in a good spot herbert's in a good place here i think i mean tyrod taylor is capable and I think sitting, I, I wouldn't sitting the whole year. I don't think would be that bad. It would be very good for his development. Um, I think it's possible for Herbert to be the guy. Um, he just needs to show that really good side of him a lot more than he did in college. So we'll 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 see. I'm I'm definitely going to keep a close eye on the Chargers and Justin Herbert this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, in my mind I. Like I said, I just had the Lions and them flipping spots. The Lions would still take Okuda there. Mm-hmm. The Panthers take Derek Brown. Boy, did they build a defensive line in this draft. Yeah,
0: I'll freaking say. All their picks were defense. All of them. All seven picks, yep. they went defense. And that is crazy. Matt Rule is trying to build something there. And I don't blame him, you know. He, he is known to build these teams and... He 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 came in built Temple in a couple of years. He came in built Baylor back up in a couple of years. He is a builder yeah. and he's good at it. You know he's he's shown that he's proven. Um, and taking Derek Brown right here, he's this guy is going to be a really solid kind of Haloti Nata type. You know he's he's going to be able to eat up those double teams in the middle. He's really going to be a strong presence for them on the line. Um, I know I've seen from some Panthers fans that they do like the pick. Some of them would have preferred Isaiah Simmons and then maybe taken um, the big defensive tackle that the Texans, I believe, got in the second round, uh, Yeah, Some people would have preferred that. I think you can't go wrong with what they did in this draft. They know what they want. They got some really awesome pieces, and I – Hopefully next year they take seven offensive players because like this this is this is a good draft for the Panthers. I like it.
1: Really good draft. It gives a very low floor for or a very high floor, I should say, for Teddy Bridgewater. He's not going to have to put up that many points with this defense that they've assembled yeah. right now. I think that Isaiah Simmons would have been maybe the better pick, but I had him gone at four.
0: Uh-huh. To right. the Giants. Right.
1: Me personally, I had Yutra Gross Matos as one of my top defensive ends. And they snagged him up there in the second round. Yeah, that that so. was
0: awesome. See I mean him falling him falling out of first was rather surprising to me. I mean there were some surprising pickups that happened in the first and him falling was crazy. But the Panthers getting him and Derek Brown two oh. two exceptional oh. first round talents. It I mean it kinda reminded me of um, 2018 draft when the Titans got Rashawn Evans at 23, a linebacker, first round talent. And then they got Harold Landry at 41, an edge, that was also so a first round talent. You know, it's kind of that idea. They're getting two really solid defensive playmakers, one and two, both should have gone in the first and they're just helping anchor in that defense for years to come. Yeah.
1: The Arizona Cardinals took Isaiah Simmons.
0: Yes, they did. I loved this pick. Oh, I was so happy. He went here. I didn't think they would take him, man. They, they signed, uh, uh, Kennard, Devon Kennard, and um, they have Jordan Hicks. I believe they re-signed him. You know. but if a linebacker like Isaiah Simmons comes, you can't just pass up on him, you know, and I don't blame no. him. This this was an awesome pick. Really like what they did there. And then they came around in the in the third and got Josh Jones. So they got a tackle too. You know, I thought a steal. Yeah, I thought they had to take a tackle in the first, you know. I I thought Kyler Murray was running for his life. His, the, the offensive line was horrible, and they decided to take the best defensive player available, one of the best in the draft, definitely top two, and they got an easel an easy, easy first-round talent at tackle in the third. And they got DeAndre Hopkins in the second. Amazing draft for the Cardinals. Yeah. One of one of my favorite drafts um this this year for sure. They did great.
1: This draft was really, really solid for the Cardinals. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury is just he, he can't be more stoked just to get back to work. Kyler Murray's freaking out. Kyler Murray was good last year. He's just going to continue to grow. And I'll be the first one to say I really doubted Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought bust city. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, maybe Tua's going. Maybe two is
0: going to win an offensive rookie of the year next year. Then since you doubted I, Kyler, you never know, I, I man. Doubted Tua, you know, we'll see.
1: But I had Tristan Wirfs going here. But yeah, Isaiah Simmons falls. You you, you can't pass him up. And the Jaguars go and get Makai Beckton.
0: No, they uh, they took um, they took C.J. Henderson. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, C.J. Good. Henderson. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That was my.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I had Makai Beckton going to the Jags, but yeah, C.J. Henderson from Florida. Oh, I am all over the board with C.J. Henderson.
0: I I gotta tell you, Alex, I am ecstatic about this pick. I won't lie. Okay. I I am ecstatic about this pick, and it might sound weird, you know. Jaguar is getting the first round talent cornerback, most people's cornerback too. It's like, why are you so happy about this? This man, he can't tackle. He cannot tackle. No. He can cover, he can, he's an outstanding cover guy. Do not get me wrong. He's Kyle yeah, He but he can't tackle. And that makes me so excited because we have Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry <laughs> loves cornerbacks and defensive backs who cannot tackle. And he is going to be stiff arming C.J. Henderson up and down the field for years to come. And I can't wait to see it. Uh, I, I am very happy about this pick. You know, I believe in A.J. Brown to be able to get out of this cover. You know, I think he can break cover. A.J. Brown's very good at creating separation, and getting away from players, kind of like a mini T.O. type feel. And I think he can get away from C.J. Henderson. And I think Derrick Henry is going to stiff arm him to the ground. And I'm happy they took him at number nine. Big old reach. Yep.
1: In my yep. opinion. I think that his pro comparison is Kyle Fuller. That being said, Kyle Fuller has been all pro, has made a couple of Pro Bowls. Kyle Fuller is great, but he cannot tackle anything. Mm-hmm. Great lockdown corner. One of the best in the league, but ooh, when he misses a tackle, it is bad. <laughs>
0: Love to hear that. Jags
1: reached a little bit there for C.J. Henderson from Florida. Yeah. The... Cleveland Browns take Jedrick Wills offensive tackle. Love it.
0: Yeah, home run hit for them here, for sure.
1: Yep. Can't go wrong. Uh gets Baker help. Jets get Makai Becton. Another great pick. you give Sam Darnold some help. Both quarterbacks from that draft need desperately need offensive line, or they're not gonna last very long.
0: Yeah, yeah. This this was a very good. The best pickup. I mean, I'm sure Sam Darnold's very happy about this. Um, they got a lot of what was left over in free agency of the big name offensive linemen. You know, yeah. They got the leftovers, the sloppy seconds of those. that They didn't get a Jack Conklin. You know, they didn't get any of those top name offensive linemen that um, left in free agency. Um, but they they got a top. They got a top shelf lineman here. Um, so they should, I'm sure Sam Darnold's very happy about it.
1: And he got Denzel Mims in the second. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I mean, he's, he's, he's ecstatic. He's partying. Yeah. He is partying he's, indeed. The Raiders with the first wide receiver off the board. And I'm really upset with myself that I changed it. <laughs> the Raiders take Henry Ruggs. Yep.
0: There's the ghost of Al Davis. Height, weight, speed, baby.
1: <laughs> speed kills. I love Henry Ruggs. He is my favorite receiver in this class, Mm -hmm. just electric. And the Raiders need someone that can just take the top off of someone. And then you have, you know, you have Darren Waller, you've got Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, maybe Marcus Mariota to make the offense a little more electric than Derek Carr can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoever the quarterback is there. He's set, man. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll say. And then they, they picked up another odd receiver in the third. It's they've they they got some good things happening for him here. Um this is awesome. They they made the right call, in my opinion. Really awesome receiver. You know, shades of Tyreek Hill. People there are some comparisons to John Ross, but this dude can catch. He's not just a speed threat, he has other talents, and he's gonna show that. Um you, you gotta beat Kansas City somehow and get your right. own Tyreek Hill that's that's the first step I'd say and um the the AFC West made very all of their mindsets were how do you beat Kansas City and all of them I would say did some of the best things in order to do that
1: you would think if you're going to beat the Chiefs you go defense but no everyone's just building an offense just like the Chiefs you're not going to stop yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes you just got to compete with Patrick Mahomes yeah,
0: absolutely not I mean you can't Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, uh, Mikkel Hardman, Clyde Edwards. You can't stop all of them. You just can't. It's going to be a shootout no matter what. So you better build that offense up. Yeah, there's no way you're stopping that offense next year. No freaking way.
1: Yeah. And we had a trade. The Bucs moved up one spot Mm -hmm. with the San Francisco 49ers to take – Tristan Wirfs went yes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. get Tom Brady a big bad man yep.
0: to defend. Yeah, him. this this was an I can't believe Tristan Wirfs fell all the way here. That is awesome for the Bucks. Um, that's really that's that's really good. I'm sure, Tom Brady's just static, Really awesome pickup for them. I don't blame him for trading up. You know, 49 Nineers were trying to trade back and they just felt like they needed to get their guy and they certainly did top four tackle easily, and uh, this, this this was home run for them. Really, really good here. Javon
1: Kinlaw goes to the San Francisco 49ers, replacing DeForest Buckner. I love Javon Kinlaw. I really like what the 49ers did, essentially just getting rid of guys that they don't want to pay and replacing them immediately. They're, they've made some really good moves in this draft. Javon Kinlaw has potential to be a DeForest Buckner type of right. guy, um, it's been pretty big words there, but I really believe Javon Kinlaw is going to have a super solid career in the NFL alongside Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. He's set up to have a really solid rookie campaign.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, this this was an awesome pickup for right here. Um, I, I really like the ideas. You know, it's you're you're going to trade away DeForest Buckner and draft his replacement with that pick at one-fifth of the price, and you're going to get a lot more than one-fifth of the production, I'd say. Um, this guy's coming into, like like Alex said, he's coming into a line that's set up with playmakers. The Defensive Rookie of the Year with Nick Bosa, the man who just got paid with Arik, uh, Eric Armstead. Then you got former first-round pick Solomon Thomas. It's it's a good setup that he's coming into here. and um, He's going to have a really good rookie year He's going to have good production because of who is next to him. And it's, it's, this is exactly what you want. They're, John Lynch is doing things in the right way. Um, and I think, I definitely think Kinlaw can get up to a ceiling sort of like DeForest Buckner has. And this, this, their defensive line is just as scary, I'd say, than it was last year now. You know, you're getting Nick Bosa year two, way better. And I mean, DeForest Buckner's gone, but Javon Kinlaw's going to come in and slot really well.
1: And Drew Locke. Pete his pants. when <laughs>
0: Jerry Judy falls
1: to the Broncos at number 15.
0: Yes. Drew Drew Locke. Um, he I I can't. It like I said, the AFC West. They're just trying to compete. And the things Drew Locke showed in his last five games last year, where he was the starter, were very promising if I'm a Broncos fan. I'm very excited for what I saw out of uh out of lockdown lock there. It's really awesome. They took Jerry Judy in the first. Awesome possession, big body guy. And then we're not going to get too far into it, but I'll just get to their second round pick with KJ Hambler, an absolute burner. Absolute oh, yeah. burner. You know, you have the top burner of Henry Ruggs, but then you have sort of the next tier burners with KJ Hambler and with um the dude the Eagles took in the first. Um, Jalen yeah, Rager. Jalen Rager, you know, they're the next tier of of these top speed guys. Um, and, you know, they, they get a crazy speed guy. They have Cortland Sutton. They have Jerry Judy. They are building something awesome. They have Noah Fant. You know, Drew Locke is primed for an amazing sophomore season. And that's exactly what you want to hear if you're a Broncos fan and facing the Chiefs two times yeah. a year. Oh, gosh, this was... I loved it.
1: Yeah, no kidding. So, the Falcons we the clock at number 16. There were a lot of rumors that the Falcons were going to try and trade up there. Um, C.J. Henderson was on their radar. In my mock, I had them trading up with the Raiders and taking C.J. Henderson. Uh-huh. And then the Raiders taking Tua at this pick. Mm-hmm. Wow. But A.J. Terrell goes there. Another corner off the market. I've not been sold on any of these corners Throughout the draft, I think sixteen is a big reach for AJ Terrell. The Falcons have so many needs; they probably could have gone with literally anything, even quarterback, if they wanted to. Uh,
0: I don't know about that, Alex. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll. Maybe that's for another, another time. But I think Matt Ryan's he he deserves not as much hate as he gets. He's he's still a top seven quarterback for me, for sure. Oh, I'm I'm a Matt
1: Ryan fan. If he came to the Bears, yeah, but. I mean, at this rate, the Falcons are just going to be one of these mediocre teams where they're going to be number 13, 18 every year. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason because of that is Matt Ryan. Yeah,
0: that's fair. That's fair. He, he's, he definitely wills them to wins. Him and Julio Jones, just sheer force of will. Just get them some of these wins.
1: Yeah. Take Matt Ryan off that team. They're picking at five. Yeah. And eight.
0: Dan Quinn's already lost his job, which I think should be out the door. Long gone by now. But... Oh, my it, God. Yeah. Hit him. Bit of a tangent. Come back real quick. Him and um, the Jags, the Doug Marone, Jags head coach, they are first five weeks next season. They're out the door. Guaranteed. Especially Doug Marone. That dude's getting fired. Anyway, back to the Atlanta Falcons. I, I do. I agree with you. They could have gone anywhere. This cornerback was their biggest need, I'd say. I I think the cornerback grades were just scattered everywhere this year. You know, you ha- you have the you have yeah. the main top two, Jeff Okuda, C.J. Henderson. You know, and then it's just it. I I I read it's a crap. Yeah, I read this somewhere where it's like you know, a lot of year like every other year there's been a draft. Teams are around each other more. Teams are GMs are talking to each other and they're forming group opinions. It's it's you know. Each team has their scouts, and they make their own they make their own thoughts. But there comes a level of groupthink that comes with being a GM in the NFL, and you don't just talk you don't just keep to yourself. You talk to other GMs, and I, I think this year especially that would have been more a would have been more helpful in creating grades like consistent grades for this cornerback class. But all these GMs just working by themselves with their individual scouts, not talking to each other as much, keeping to it Mm -hmm. like not being in person as much. It has, it just really skewed how GMs are viewing um, the cornerback class and AJ Terrell. I mean, he could have been someone's number two or he could have been someone's number 10, you know, it's, it's, and to the Falcons, he was their best cornerback here. And I, they kind of drafted for Need, um, over BPA, but I mean, if he was their best cornerback, then I I don't blame him.
1: Um coronavirus thing started like right after the draft. Or not draft. Um right after the combine. Right, right. Or, like pretty much like right during the combine. Yeah, yeah. Is when this all really started to go down. And I listened to Hogan Johns a lot. Um as a Bears fan. They're easily my favorite crew. And they were talking about how the, their combine experience was cut short. They didn't really want everyone coming around. And that takes a lot out of the press, too. They don't really have the experience that they can to talk to different coaches, talk to all the players. Um, so a lot, like you, what you were saying, is that no one really knows any of these players is the yeah, problem. Yeah. And, yeah, and especially in a year when corners just no one knows besides Okuda and Henderson it's tough and I don't think I had AJ Terrell in my mock at all mm-hmm. um for the first round I think my next one off the board was Trayvon Diggs yeah so yeah. and um it, it, very and weird you go
0: to the second you know so it's it's
1: it's one pick behind yeah. the Bears <laughs> um but it which we'll get to I'm very happy about Jalen Johnson now yeah sidebar yeah. um barring any
0: injuries yeah, I, jalen johnson i like that pickup for the bears for sure um i mean if he he just needs to get healthy again but he, he was someone i definitely had had wanted for the titans as well um but i do think aj terrell i mean he got picked on in the natty big time but you're, you're oh. playing against you're playing against joe burrow you're playing against this crazy Justin. Yeah, you're playing against yeah the quarterback who had the greatest college season of all time you know and and it's just like okay he got bullied in that game but you can't throw out the rest of the tape you know he did well he did very well the rest of the year you know and he and i mean jamar chase yeah but jamar chase is going to be a first round pick next year so it's it i i know a lot of people were worried about that uh, lsu game i mean i was watching it and i was like dude who what's going on here this this defensive back sucks but Looking at more stuff, he he just got taken advantage of because they're an amazing offense. You know what are you gonna do? It's it happens. crazy good it offense. It happens, you know.
1: Um, we have the Dallas Cowboys with a little bit of a surprise, but I'm not gonna blame them whatsoever for this. Oh big no, C.D. Lamb falls to the Dallas Cowboys at 17.
0: You you know Jerry Jones was sitting there licking his chops. He's just like we got a local Oklahoma boy, and and he he was with his super young girl, his his thing on the side. He was just so on his yacht. Yeah, he was he was so ecstatic with this pick. Oh man, and and to take it right from the Eagles. Oh, I'm sh- the Eagles wanted Dis- CeeDee Lamb so the much. The disrespect. It, it, it was like it was like in 2018 when the when the Eagles traded up to the pick right before Dallas in Dallas and drafted Dallas Goddard. When they needed the tight end because Jason Ooh, Witten just retired, yes. it's the same kind of thing. You know, they like got back at him for it. And this is an awesome pick. Dak Prescott's – I mean they had bigger needs than wide receiver. Clearly just signed an Amari Cooper to a $100 million deal. But this – him coupled with Amari, CeeDee Lamb, and um, Michael Gallup. Oh, beautiful wide receiving core. Probably the best in the NFL. It's it's.
1: I think that that definitely puts them at number one in the NFL. Who are you going to cover?
0: Oh, gosh. I, I was just – it's it's them or the Chiefs, you know, but this was great. This was awesome. Then you've got Zeke coming out the backfield, yeah, man. It's just – if Dak can replicate Ridiculous. what he did last year, you know, like this is super sure. early. But I, I'm looking at an offensive play of the year MVP type season because Dak, the numbers he could put up with this offense is insane. I just can't wait.
1: I don't think that's I don't think that's crazy at all to think that, yeah. especially I, when, uh, playing for his contract.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you got it, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see it. They 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 knocked that first round pick out of the park. They they kept. They played Keyboy boy with a divisional rival, and they got, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the draft at seventeen.
1: Easily, yeah. I definitely had CD as one of my top ones. I think I had just rugs and rugs above him. No. Yeah. Senior lamb was my first one off mm-hmm. the board this in this final mock. So God, that's what uh,
0: I loved it. And, and then they still, and then they still addressed the position that many thought they were going to address in the first, which was quarterback at 51 with a first round talent of Trayvon Diggs. So great, great. A yeah. plus. I loved it. Good job, Dallas. Amazing draft for the Good Dallas job, Cowboys. Dallas.
1: The Miami Dolphins at number eighteen continued their very questionable draft with taking Austin Jackson. I know you and I texted each other right when this one happened. We were
0: like, "Bruh." I, I had been seeing him mocked there by a few people. I, I didn't really like it. You know, Austin Jackson. He I don't. He's not a finished project. Um, he I mean he played he played in the Pac-12. He needs he definitely needs some work. He needs. He's he's, he's going to start because their offensive line is horrible, absolutely garbage. So he's going to he's going to yeah. start. He's not going to be able to sit and groom. And I I think it'll be fine. He's not going to be great. I think he can become good. But this this was a head scratcher. I absolutely would have taken Josh Jones here. Uh, maybe maybe Xavier McKinney. You know. But I understand why they took a tackle. I get it. You want to protect your brand new shiny quarterback in Tua, who has the longest injury history. That a quarterback in the first round's had in a while um but yeah i I get it, um, but you know it's it's not who I would have taken there um head scratcher for sure
1: absolutely a head scratcher man i the dolphins just had a terrible, terrible first round i yeah. think I guess we stopped doing our grades, but as far as the dolphins are right now, I think I had them at c minus uh-huh um. And you – I forget what you texted me, but you are like – at the end of the day, you are like F-minus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, I, I mean at 30, it took a quarterback. When you got Xavier Howard and, and Byron Jones, you take a first-round cornerback? Are you kidding me? Like, what well, I mean I get it. You, you want to cover them. But think about who's in the division now. You know, like, sure, sure, you want to cover Stephon Diggs and John Brown.
1: That's it. You only need one yeah, guy to yeah. do that.
0: and and you want to cover Denzel Mims, a rookie. I I don't think that corner was a pressing first round need. You know, take a safety, um, take take something else. But uh, uh I digress. I don't know. They could have taken a uh, uh, they could have taken a wide receiver there. I don't know. Maybe they didn't think wide receiver was a need. But I mean, other than Devontae Adams, I can't really come up with who else is there. No, not anymore. Um,
1: yeah, I definitely thought receiver for two. And they up.
0: didn't even take one unless you count Malcolm Perry from Navy. So,
1: and he I was a sure quarterback. Don't.
0: So I don't, I don't know. So
1: yeah, I sure don't count that. <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders were back up and took my number two corner, Damon. Oh, Arnett. really? He
0: was your number two. Interesting. Very interesting.
1: Yep. Number
0: two corner. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I love Damon Arnett. An- another cornerback at a DBU. Two first round corners this year. Absolutely absurd. Um, I didn't get to watch much Damon Arnett tape. I did see that many thought this was the first true reach, but I can't speak on that. Um, I, I they, it was a position of need, so I'm happy they took it.
1: Yeah, I definitely thought it was a reach, even though he was my number two corner. Mm-hmm. There's. Still some good receivers out there. Like you were saying, maybe double up on receiver there.
0: Yeah, that, um love that for them.
1: That would have been really good. Um Maybe if you don't trust your middle linebackers, Kenneth Murray's still sitting out there. But they just gave Nick witkowski that contract that he so deserved. Yeah. The Raiders have a good-looking roster. They're just filling a position of need, and Damon Arnott's definitely... A very, very good player to have. I do think he probably would have been there still. In the later rounds, not later rounds, later picks, maybe you trade up for him. I don't know. I like the pick, though. I think Damon Arnett's a very, very talented corner. Had he not been opposite of Jeff Okuda, I think he would have had a little more recognition than he did. Uh-huh. The Jaguars at number 20. My first correct pick since number 7. <laughs> uh Kayla LaVon Chison from LSU linebacker.
0: Yeah. um, This is a guy, another, another LSU player. Um, They just all over, all over this draft. Um, Fun fact, they tied the, they tied the highest amount of players from their team drafted um, with the 2004 Ohio state team. I think Um, they had, I believe four, 14 players drafted. um, And that, Ties that I believe that ties Ohio State in two thousand four, two thousand six. I can't remember, um, but I mean, here's a guy who who was very athletic, um, didn't have a, amazing production at LSU, um, but hopefully, like they can they can get him up to speed in the NFL and these NFL defenses. He's an incredibly smart guy, three time academic honor roll at LSU. He I, I think whatever whatever the Jags throw at him, he can pick up and learn really well. So this 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 is a pick that while they are a divisional rival, I do think it was a good pick for them here.
1: Yeah, that's a good pick. I just have flashes of Leonard Floyd whenever I see Chizon. Yeah. Whenever I see his tape. Yeah. Um he's super fast. He's not very big. He's not as tall as Floyd. I and mean, I think that was part of Floyd's problem is that he was so tall that he just can't put on the weight. I fear that Chai could have a very similar path to Leonard Floyd, where he was playing against guys that aren't going to be as big, strong, or fast as they were in the NFL, and maybe he fizzles out a little bit, but I definitely think he has a lot of potential. I don't trust Doug Marone to really tab into that potential. Oh
0: yeah, me neither. Um... And also, like this, really, this is really shows the writings on the wall for Yannick Ngakwe. He's definitely going to get traded. I mean, if we did weren't already sure of that. Um, but I mean, now they have Josh Allen and and Killavon Chasen, You know, he's he's out. That's for sure. On we go, fly Eagles, fly. Jalen Rager, <laughs> not the first Jalen they took in this draft.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um last. what a shock later in the we're not really going to go into the second so we can talk a little bit about I that I think too. we should
0: talk about it. That's probably the biggest shock of the entire draft. I I think we got to. But we'll 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 hit we'll hit Rager first. You, you you can go.
1: I like Jalen Rager. Um I think the receiver that went right after him is far and beyond better. Mm-hmm. I never watched too much tape on Jalen Rager. He was one of my lesser-known receivers out of this class. Um, I had him kind of floating between late first, early second. I don't see how you pass on Justin Jefferson, though. Yeah,
0: that's very very odd. I mean, this dude's a burner, don't get me wrong, so that's probably what they were looking for here. Deshaun Jackson is always injured. For those two games where they're on the field together, though, what are you going to do? You know, wow, those are for sure wins. Yeah. But um, this i i think he he'll fit the scheme pretty well i don't know we'll we'll see it's it's a good it's a good pick um i just i'm sure all the eagles fans are really upset they didn't trade up for cd lamb though that's that's for damn sure
1: yeah absolutely considering lamb only went four spots ahead and to a divisional rival and then their second jalen off the board was quarterback jalen hurts from oklahoma
0: Oh God, this is crazy, man! I couldn't believe it. I mean, same here. It's 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 absurd. I mean, I loved what Jalen Hurts did at Oklahoma this year. I mean, he was he was electric. I love watching the Oklahoma games. I got to see. He was
1: he's my favorite quarterback. Yeah, in I past. mean,
0: same here. I mean, I I had him as my Tua is. I would say Tua has more talent. I think he's gonna bust because of injuries. But when it comes to skill, he's in my quarterback three. He's behind. He's behind Joe Burrow and Tua, but Jalen Hurts is quarterback three. I I, I like yeah. his tape way more than I like Justin Herberts. Um, no, absolutely. And, I mean, it. It's crazy that they did this, but I can't say I blame them.
1: I don't blame Carson them at all. Wentz,
0: he's he's been injured every single year. I mean, he was putting together something good this year. He had he had a good stat line. Um, he he looked good, you know, but he's still getting injured. And it's not, it's not gonna stop. They had Josh McCallum playing in the playoffs because he got hurt. Um, so it's, I mean, they just signed him. He's their 100 million dollar man. But I mean, Jalen Hurts, if he's groomed right, man, he could be an electric playmaker in the, in the NFL. And um, I, I definitely see him sliding in at more of a Taysom Hill role this first year, maybe in the first two years.
1: Yeah, but absolutely. I know after
0: that they don't lose out on much from cutting Carson Wentz. And to be honest, I think Carson Wentz will have a pretty big trade market if they were to try to trade him. Even though he has hurt a lot, he's a he's a very good quarterback. Um, so some teams are going to bank on just him being good and him not getting hurt. Um, so, I mean, I see why they did it, but it's it it's crazy that they did.
1: I know a team that has a staff that has done particularly well with Carson Wentz. A staff that has Bill Lazor, John Filippo Matt Nagy. <laughs> I think that if Wentz is on the board, I don't particularly want an injury-prone quarterback, but if Foles and Trubisky don't end up working out and the asking price for Wentz isn't that high, I don't know. Yeah. He's a franchise guy.
0: Yeah. Um, I... It's yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. I I I I I think Carson Wentz on the Bears would be pretty dope. But um we'll see if he can put together some uninjured years, you know, maybe maybe Jalen Hurts is the one that's going to get flipped. But it's it's definitely something to I, watch out for. I
1: love Jalen Hurts. I was just itching for Roger Goodell to call Jalen Hurts up to the Chicago Bears and I got a taste of it. I almost got it, but it was Jalen Johnson.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, well, you you still might get your wish um, with a get getting a really solid quarterback uh, that's a runner, but also from North Dakota State with Trey Lance coming out in a couple of years. Um, that yeah. dude, uh man, I, he's he's uh, legit. I, I wish I go to Illinois State. Alex did too. Um, I wish North Dakota State was playing at Illinois State this year because I would love to get to see Train lines play live. Um, but yeah, no but they're, they're, ISU is going to North Dakota State. I already checked because I wanted to see this guy play so badly. But this dude's a first-round talent in 2021, 100%. This dude is awesome. Um, I, I don't know what's in the water up there in North Dakota State, but it's pretty awesome. They're putting out another first-round quarterback within about – six years of each other.
1: Yeah, I know one of my buddies who went to uh, Southern Illinois, Carbondale, got to see Carson Wentz Uh, in his last year as a North Dakota state bison.
0: Alabama, the FCS. We were at...
1: Oh, Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. Probably who
0: should have gone to Philly. The Vikings
1: had a killer, killer draft. Uh, but
0: that makes you upset.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm super upset. I was really hoping the Vikings would viking up and <laughs> they didn't man they they killed this replaced stefan diggs with justin jefferson he has a potential to be an upgrade yeah over stefan diggs and then you get later in the game you get jeff gladney who was a guy that i know you were hoping the titans yep, would get
0: he went after our split. that's all right
1: Ooh, the vikings just had a super solid draft i root for the nfc north as a yep. whole because I like the division just being good. And, man, does Kirk Cousins have some weapons mm-hmm. now.
0: Yeah, Justin Jefferson, that's really, really good pick. I, w- I really wanted them to take him there. Really happy they did. This was just an all-around solid draft. They they got, like you said, they got the cornerback in the second. They got a big-time tackle in the se- or They got the cornerback in the first, a big-time tackle in the second, Ezra Cleveland. And then they got another cornerback in the third. I mean, really good draft from them. Um, also, interesting that they had, like – 12 day three picks. Actually crazy. But I love that. That's just so funny. They had so many day three picks. Like, I mean, I think like four of them came from the Bills um, with the Stephon Diggs trade, but they just had so many. Like, Jesus.
1: (laughs) They're stacking up. The LA Chargers traded up with the New England Patriots to go and get Kenneth Murray linebacker from oklahoma this guy is a freak man and i love kenneth murray i love how he is as a guy i love how he plays the game of football the chargers are just continuing to get better um justin herbert was their first pick but i think kenneth murray's their their number one draft pick this year. yes
0: oh i love this pick so much alex it's one of my favorites of the draft um you know, we're saying, what are you gonna do? You can't stop Kansas City with any defenses, but the Chargers might be able to. Pretty damn like close. Picking up Kenneth Murray, sign, signing, um, signing Chris Harris. Now they have just a great cornerback, Chris Harris, Casey Hayward, Kevin King. No, not Kevin King. Uh Desmond King. Sorry, Desmond King. They just have, like, their their defensive backfield's awesome. Derwin James. Um, it's just. They're they're doing what they can to maybe be able to stop them. Um, they're getting that line Je, uh, Tillery from last year, Jerry Tillery. You got you got Joey Bosa. You got Ingram. They, if any defense can do their best to stop the Chiefs, I think the Chargers have a really good shot. And if they can, for once, not have their entire squad get injured like they do every year, then oh ooh, God, I love this pick so much.
1: Chargers are looking so good and. I think Herbert has a legit chance to win Offensive Rookie of the Year just because the fact the Chargers
0: are so good. Yeah, I just... Oh, wow. This is, if not my favorite pick of the draft, trade enough to get your guy, this linebacker, this middle linebacker who's going to become the captain of your defense. Love it. I love it.
1: Amazing pick. Amazing. I love everything about it. The Saints, kind of a little surprise, Cesar Ruiz. I like Caesar Ruiz, but... I didn't see the Saints going with offensive line here. Mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to go corner. Uh, Christian Fulton was still on the board. Obviously Jeff Gladney was still on the board. He had Patrick Queen there too. I really didn't see the Saints going offensive line, but I like the pick.
0: Yeah, I mean it is it is it is surprising. Um I mean Cesar Ruiz said that he was born to play center. Well, they just took a center last year. Um and that and he he played very well in his rookie season and he's going to play center this year but i definitely think he'll slot in at guard he was my top um interior offensive lineman um i think this is this is this is a long term pick you know um, they have a very young offensive line with this um you got Terran Armstead you got Ryan Ramchick, Cesar Ruiz he's going to slot in really well at guard i think they're going to end up trading um who's is it Warford yeah. think they're going to end up trading one of their guards they perennially have one of the best Chicago they perennially have one of the best offensive linemen or offensive lines in the league. Um I think this this is just a pick to make sure Drew Brees stays upright for another year and I I think it's the right move. I mean they this this is probably the team that has the least amount of holes when it comes to any other team in the NFL in my opinion. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah. I mean, going your best inside linemen, o linemen, good o linemen are very hard to come by. So if they think they can mold this dude into a starter for the next 10 years, I think definitely the, I think it was a good call.
1: The San Francisco 49ers traded up with the Minnesota Vikings to get Brandon Ayuk.
0: Um, I mean, they needed a, they needed a wide receiver for sure. Um, I, I mean, if he was the best wide receiver for them, I definitely think that's fair. Um, they could have gone other places, maybe a Denzel Mims, um, but – yeah, T. Higgins, they, Michael yeah, Pittman. there are definitely some other options for them, but I definitely think this was Kyle Shanahan's guy. Um, so, I mean, I can't blame him for trading up, getting their guy. I think this is a solid solid pickup. I mean, he, he played Arizona State last year. Um, Nikhil Harry went in the first last year as well. He's better than Nikhil Harry. Um, so – We'll we'll see how this plays out for him. They definitely needed the wide receiver help. So the <laughs> this your favorite pick? The
1: Green Bay Packers. This your favorite pick? <laughs> the Green Bay Packers trade up <laughs> with the Miami Dolphins and select quarterback Jordan Love from Utah State and neglect to get Aaron Rodgers anything. And I will argue they neglect it in the second round, too, with A.J. Dillon, even though he's a good player. They already have freaking uh, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, and running back was the least of their concerns as far as giving Aaron Rodgers weapons. And then you go get a quarterback that's more of a project than maybe any of these guys. Jordan Love threw 28 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, threw less yards than he did the year before. There is nothing to like about Jordan Love in the first round. The Packers just had a terrible draft in general. I love everything about it because I hate the Packers. And Jordan Love is just, it blows my mind. And the blood between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers is just so terrible now. There's just going to be a huge collapse of the Green Bay Packers as a whole. Everything that's been going right for them is going to come down, crashing down. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm pissed. I'm asking out. They went to the NFC Championship game. I, I don't understand. I don't get it.
0: Hey, hey, I I totally feel you, Alex. You know, I, I've i been thinking about this pick, what I was going to say about it. I had a script in my head, but damn, you just took all the words out of my mouth. You know, um, <laughs> you had... That was perfect. I, I, I have no more to say other than everything you just said I completely agree with. Horrible pick. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. You take, you take a quarterback two in the first. You take a running back three in the second. And all Aaron Rodgers wants is a wide receiver. Horrible draft. In the most
1: wide receiver depth there's maybe ever Since been. 2014
0: at least. <laughs>
1: you have T. Higgins and Michael Pittman sitting right there still. You wouldn't. It would have been fine if you went with Lavisca Chanel, right, too. Right, right,
0: right. Absolutely. Literally anyone. <laughs> hey, hey! In the words, in the words of Mitchell Trubisky in like 2012. Hell yeah, go Packers! Come on, come on! <laughs> 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 oh, my what a horrible God. pick! And they were, they were fakers this year. They did not deserve to go to the NFC Championship game. Easily the worst 13 and three team I've ever seen. Um, Probably. I. This. Hey, hey. Matt LaFleur was faking it. I think he's a horrible head coach. Um hopefully this proves all of us right and the Packers completely implode this year, which I think they will. Yeah, I love I, it. I love <laughs> it. I love it so Come much. Come on, Alex. It's my oh. <laughs> this is great.
1: The Mitchell Trubisky jokes can be over. Right, right. Cuz this was even more of a reach. I mean, Mitch.
0: I mean it's it's not it's not an Aaron Rodgers situation. It's not because Aaron Rodgers could have possibly gone first over Alex Smith. It's not that. This is a guy who could have gone in the third round. This wasn't the guy that was ever going to go first. Jordan Love was never that good. He's. It's not the same. They aren't the same. No. They will never be the same. Jordan Love will never be Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre if he won't.
1: Uh, then the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> followed moving up on. with Jordan Brooks.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, I knew, I knew they were going to take someone that I'd never heard of. You know, I was just like, oh, they'll take Patrick Queen. Maybe they'll take a cornerback. I don't know. No, I was like, no, they're gonna take someone I don't know. You know, I called the shot. I was watching it with my girlfriend on the couch, and I said, listen, Seahawks, they're gonna take a player I've never heard of. And I mean, maybe my my draft knowledge isn't great, and maybe I should have heard of Jordan Brooks, but I I haven't heard of him. it's just like I just like I hadn't heard of LJ Collier last year, and just like I hadn't heard of Rashad Penny the year before. It. This is the most Seahawks pick the Seahawks could have done. And maybe that was their guy. But you just let Patrick Queen fall into the Ravens' laps. Why did you do that? You put,
1: yeah, you said that as well as I could Uh, have. Patrick Queen's right there. uh, Patrick Queen shouldn't have been there 27 in the uh, first place. And then you pass on him from a guy from Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech isn't known for defense. Come on, it's,
0: it's the Big 12.
1: <laughs> and the Ravens get Patrick Queen. What a pick.
0: I mean, yeah. I can't, yeah. What a pick. In the deep. obvious yeah, pick. It's, it's a great pick for them. They, they're they reloading on defense because God knows their offense is fine. Um, but yeah. picking up Patrick Queen in the first, you know, they had some issues at linebacker last year. LJ Fort slotted in really well for them. Um yep, after a, losing CJ Mosley. Yeah, but now now they're getting a true CJ Mosley apparent uh apparent hair apparent with Patrick Queen. Um and I just got I I do want to dive just a little bit into the Ravens draft because I loved it a lot. Um getting okay. J.K. Dobbins in the second, one of easily top three running back in this draft class, getting him in the second round at pick mm-hmm. 55, just to add to their historic rushing attack last year, the best rushing attack in NFL history, I might add. Now they're yeah. adding a first round talent at running back in the second to go along with Lamar Jackson, to go along with to go along with um, Gus Hill, to go along with Mark Ingram, to go along with all these guys. You know, this their running attack is just going to get better. And then they take Justin Medubuke in the third, a guy who easily could have gone in the second, and I love Justin Medubuke. That Medibuque. is an awesome pick. That that's they're retooling their defensive line. They got Calais Campbell, they got they got um, the Derek Wolf out of out of Denver, you know, and then and then last one, then they pick up Devin Duvernay in the third, also, which I really was hoping the Titans would take. Um this dude's awesome. This is a very good player. They they need more wide receivers. Now they have this guy who I think will be a starter for them, possibly year one to pair up with uh to pair up with their first Marquise Brown from last year. It's they're they're doing the right thing. time and time again, it's proving that I think the Ravens are the best run franchise in the NFL. It's they're they just do so well. They go they go from they go from an amazing an amazing GM to another amazing GM like it's nothing. It's uh, God, the Ravens are they know how to they know how to do it. <laughs> they're they're an inspiration to all of our AFC teams. I don't know what to say. Like, they, God. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, we were talking earlier. If there's anyone that can stop the Chiefs, I mean, you're looking at how. Yeah. The Ravens are the team that can beat yeah, them. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Lamar Jackson has another year as the starter. Um, I mean, when you think of just jet sweeps, triple options, I mean, who, who are you going to look right. for?
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Lamar can take off at any point. I mean, you put Mark Ingram with kind of a fullback kind of role now. Oh, I mean, yeah. they,
0: they just. The Ravens are so they, good. they know what they're doing. And as much as I hate to see it because they're in the FC, I also love to see it because seeing this well run of a franchise is fun because it's like people, this is awesome. This is a great draft. They hit on so many of these picks. Home runs. Just really good job. Good job. Titans are um, still gonna smack you in the AFC Championship game next year, though. Goodbye.
1: Ha. Hmm. Huh. Your Tennessee Titans. Yes, they are next. We're up at number twenty-nine and got Isaiah Wilson
0: from Georgia. So I let out quite the audible groan when this occurred. Um, I was I was upset. You know, I was hoping we take we take a cornerback, um, but um, we didn't. Oh, we did, but not in the first. I, I really believed in Dennis Kelly, a guy we got, um, I think about four years ago. Um, we traded, we traded with the Eagles to get him. He's been our swing tackle for the last, for the last four years. And he's really slotted in quite well. Most of the time. I mean, this year playing left tackle in the four years that Taylor Lewan was suspended, it was shaky. Don't get me wrong. It was not great, but he wasn't slotted to play left tackle this year. He was slotted to play right tackle. And That was the role he filled in for Jack Conklin in 2018, and he filled in quite well. He filled in so well, in fact, that many people were calling for him to start over Jack Conklin last year. And I was one of those people. Jack Conklin was a turnstile in 2018, and now he just got a $40 million contract. I mean, he totally upped his play in 2019. Don't get me wrong. I wanted him back, but Dennis Kelly was very solid instead of – Jack Conklin in the in 2018, and I thought he could do the same thing this year. I was I I mean we we re-signed him to a 21 million dollar deal, nine million guaranteed first year. I thought he was going to be our guy. I wanted to take a, an edge rusher, maybe a D lineman. You know there are a lot of guys I wanted here. AJ Epinesa, Gross Matos. Um, I even wanted like. Xavier McKinney or Grant Delpit, you know, someone that could maybe slot in and play slot, but also play safety. Like we'd have three really good safeties. I wanted a lot. I'm rambling. That's okay. Um coming back to, took Isaiah Wilson and I wasn't happy about it, but I watched some tape and I mean, I know you're a Georgia fan, um, Alex. So, I mean, you saw him, but mm-hmm. this dude's a mauler. He, he in, in the words, in the words of, uh, subreddit I frequent quite often are Tennessee Titans um, A man A man there he wanted He just wanted a big Fat nasty Player and, and he thinks We got that with Isaiah Wilson and I watched A lot of tape on Friday Just a lot of Isaiah Wilson Just watching him play and He is a Mauler especially in the run game Don't get me wrong I think Dennis Kelly could have slotted In well here this year but Derrick Henry, uh, or but Isaiah Wilson, I think maybe not this year, maybe a couple of years down the road. I think he's going to be that type of run game mauler for 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 Titans too. And right tackles are supposed to be exceptional run blockers, and I think we're we're getting yeah. that with Isaiah Wilson. I don't think it's going to be a day one. I, I don't think he's going to be a day one starter, but I think maybe maybe in 2021 or 2022, he's. I think he can become a very are just a really good right tackle. So it that that's that's a down the road pick, and those are the kinds of picks that really good franchises make is down the road picks. So i as much as I wanted an impact player on edge or something like that day one. I think this is this is probably the right move.
1: I wholly agree. Um, Isaiah Wilson's very very good. I don't think that DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, and Sony Michelle have the careers that they did without. Isaiah Wilson, and obviously Andrew Thomas, and even uh, Kinsley, who went later in the draft. I mean, you're missing three out of these five Georgia linemen now. I know we're not a college football podcast, but Georgia's got some big shoes to fill here. And um, as a Georgia fan, I'm very nervous to see how this offensive line does, protecting our new quarterback, Jamie Newman, who transferred. He's a senior since we're going over, um, which is fine because we took a week (laughs) off. The Miami Dolphins took Noah Igbenagane. Uh Who? I, I, I recognize the name, but Gladney, you've got Diggs, you've got Johnson. Christian Fulton. I don't think yeah. anyone saw Igbenagane going this high. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I would and agree. that
1: brings the Dolphins down to DMI. Yeah, just
0: very odd pick for me. I don't, I don't understand why they needed to take a cornerback. Oh, wait. They didn't. Um, but... Super weird pick. It could have gone a lot of other spots. Um, kind of said, get a receiver for Tua. Yeah, yeah. Take Mims. Take Pittman. Take take anybody else. I I didn't get this. Maybe he'll prove us all wrong and he's the best slot cornerback we've ever seen. But uh, I don't I don't buy this pick. I don't get it. F minus. <laughs>
1: yeah. Then the Minnesota Vikings get Jeff Gladney cornerback, solidifying their first round
0: is a solid. Hey, yeah, just a stereotypical Mike Zimmer pick. Mike Zimmer, ISU alumni, Mike Zimmer. Um yep. True. stereo. I mean, he loves his first round cornerbacks. Um taking another one. He's gonna fit in really well. He lost two starters this year. Roads open, out, and then uh Trey Wayne's a previous first-round corner, out. Um, so they needed the cornerback and they got him and they got um Dansler in the third. They 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 they're really reloading that cornerback coll- or their that cornerback room. They needed to, so good for them.
1: In the final pick of the first round, the Kansas City Chiefs took Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And I didn't know very much about him, um, but you you were ecstatic about this. Yeah, play. I mean,
0: I thought this was an outstanding pick because, I mean, this is gonna—it's gonna sound a little weird, but thinking about all the talent that he was surrounded with in at LSU, Joe Burrow, Jamar right. Chase, Justin Jefferson, all these uh, a great O-line, just really solid pieces. You know, a lot of times running backs either aren't coming from a position like that, or they aren't going to a position like that, but. In in the case of of Clyde, he's coming from a position that's loaded with talent, and he's going to a position that's still loaded with talent. It's like it's like he's going to LSU in the NFL almost. You know, I mean, Damian Williams is great, one of the greater playoff running backs in the last few years. But he's I think he's going to be the starter. It's not going to be much of a committee for me because what Clyde can bring to the table in the run game and the and the pass game, he going to be he's going to be patrick mahomes best friend typically like andy Reid style um like like shady shades of that you know he's going to do really good things in this offense he's going from a loaded offense to another loaded offense it's going to be like he never left and um this 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 was who i wanted them to take in the first round it made the most sense to me don't get me wrong other other running backs can can catch and run and do it all But this, to me, he doesn't have much wear and tear. This, to me, was a slam dunk for the Chiefs, and I'm really happy they took him here at 32.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you can put less pressure on Patrick Mahomes, how scary is that? You're going to have Patrick Mahomes just completely warmed up and ready to go in the fourth quarter because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been just steamrolling throughout the whole game, keeping Patrick loose, and now you've... uh, Stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stupid. It it's gonna be awesome. This is <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is just gonna keep getting better? And then the league? What's the league gonna do? I don't even know, man. Why's he gotta be in the AFC? Yeah, talk about your Bears a little bit. Yeah, talk about your Bears.
1: We'll get uh, our first pick off the board, and then we'll continue on next week. And I'm super. Super excited about this guy. Cole Komet, tight end from Notre Dame. Um man. When I I was hoping maybe we see Jalen Hurts. Um, but if there was any other position I wanted us to go with, it was tight end, and I had Cole Komet going a little bit earlier um in the second round, maybe even late first. The Packers, yeah. If someone wanted to go tight end, but he's there. Jimmy Graham makes a lot more sense to me now. Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet have a lot of similarities. The only difference is Cole Komet can block. (laughs) Cole Komet is going to be an explosive part of this offense if he gets use. And I know that people look at the production from last year and are like, the Bears just don't use the tight ends, don't really know how to. Go look at 2018, look at the production that Trey Burton had, RIP, he's gone now, goodbye. Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham are so similar that Jimmy Graham's just an expensive mentor, and I'm okay with that. Jimmy Graham can just show Cole how to use his hands in different ways, go up and get some of these big catches. And Cole Komet is a Chicago guy, he's from Arlington Heights. He's so excited to be a part of the Bears, and I could not be more stoked to have Cole Komet here with the Bears um the number one tight end off the board easily the number one tight end for Phils a huge need that the bears needed, and his family's stoked he 's stoked he wants to win for the bears and he 's going to do everything in his power because he grew up a bears fan right around the corner
0: yeah um you you really sold me on this pick i mean i i, I watched i watched my share bear my fair share of bears games watch them with my girlfriend a lot she 's a big bears fan um when they first picked it, I was like, okay, another tight end. I don't know why they did it, but then just hearing what you're saying and and thinking about it more, you know, saying the Bears you don't use tight ends doesn't make sense to me. You know, sp- like like looking at 2018 with Trey with Trey Burton's production and and then also going back to when Matt Nagy was the offensive coordinator in Kansas City, Travis Kelsey, hello, uh, probably the best tight end in the league.
1: That when they yeah, eat yeah exactly.
0: Nick Nick Foles, he likes his tight ends. Matt Nagy does like his good tight ends. Like, <laughs> so so it, it does make sense. I'm I, I love watching the videos of him just being so pumped about being a Chicago Bear. Those were just heartwarming to see, um, to see someone's true like everyone's dream is to play in the NFL, but to play for your favorite team in the NFL, that's everyone's true dream. And and he he's getting to do that. You convince me. I love this pick for you guys.
1: I'm so excited for him. I mean, he's a huge dude, too. I mean, he's 6'5", like 220, I think. No, 6'6", 260 is what it says oh. right now. I mean, and he's he's fast as all get-out, too, for that size. Uh-huh. He's. Uh, I'm so excited for him to come in here. We're going to talk more of the draft, go into a little bit more about the Bears and the Titans' picks. Maybe some predictions for how the rest of this offseason and then the season goes. Russell,
0: any final thoughts that you've got for the pod this week? Tomorrow is the day that comp picks no longer um, come into account when you sign players. Mark my words, tomorrow's tomorrow, Titans are signing Javion Clowney. That's all I got. Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Yep. So hopefully by the podcast next week. Jadavian Clowney is on the Tennessee Titans. Thank you once again for listening to Not A Normal Football Podcast. We will catch you next week.